Welcome to Self-Styled Life, the podcast designed to support professional women to aim high in their careers and create lives that are way beyond just fine. I'm Janelle Wiesack, a certified life and style coach. I also happen to have 30 years experience and counting in the corporate world. I've learned a thing or two over the years and today I support my clients to create tailor-made self-styled lives, which they do using my signature framework that intentionally combines clarity, mindset and action. In these episodes, I'll be sharing the concepts, tools and techniques to help you get clear and confident about the career and life you want, dance with your self-doubt and take the next step towards your dreams and goals. These same approaches have supported my clients to create incredible change in their lives. My clients have tapped into their strengths, built their self-belief and learned to live life their way. And now it's your turn. You deserve more than a life that's fine. You deserve true fulfillment and days that feel fabulous. You deserve your very own self-styled life. Hello, hello, fabulous humans, and welcome to what I'm almost positive is episode four of the Self-Styled Life podcast. I think me announcing which episode we're up to at the start of each podcast is about to go the way of the dinosaurs and enter extinction. I'm already worried that I'm going to cause grief for my support crew. Big shout out to Darcy and to Jenna when I inevitably get it wrong one day. And let's face it, I'm sure you're listening along because you're interested in the topic or because you're looking for inspiration or tips and tools. And I reckon I'm pretty right in saying that you're not too worried about which podcast episode I'm up to. So anyway, don't be too surprised if the next episode comes out without me mentioning the episode number. Now, it's a good reminder for me to get on with today's episode, and today we'll be rounding out the third pillar of my signature framework for self-styling a life that's fulfilled and fabulous. In previous episodes, we've looked at clarity, we've looked at mindset, which means today we're ready to talk all things action. And to get us started, I'd like to begin by quoting Joel A. Barker, who said, Vision without action is merely a dream. Action without vision just passes time. Vision with action can change the world. And I'd like to extend Mr. Barker's quote by pointing out that world-changing action will require you to do the mindset work so you can dance with your self-doubt to understand protective behaviours when they inevitably arise. I'm sure he meant to add that in there somewhere. But all jokes aside, the fact remains that you can have clarity on where you want to go and a super strong supportive mindset, but if you don't actually do something, take some action, you're not going to get very far. Like I said in the episode on mindset, self-belief can be built. The root causes of self-doubt can be healed and stories can be rewritten. But to do this, we have to bust open some of those protective beliefs that hold us back and discover who we are beneath our self-doubt. And we have to take action. Action gives us so much evidence. Evidence is important because having actual data rather than stories, helps us cut through our self-doubt. Action also leads to progress, and progress, no matter how small, gives us three things. The first is that it keeps you motivated, and the second is knowledge. You learn something about what does or doesn't work, and the third is actual change. You can't take action or make progress without changing something, whether that something is you, the situation, or another thing entirely. And in the context of self-styling your life, these three outcomes are definitely a good thing. 
So today we'll be expanding on why motivation, knowledge and change are beneficial for a self-styled life. First though, we'll be digging into the forms that action can take. You might remember that in episode one, I mentioned that action can take a variety of forms. My intention is to get you thinking about why action, in spite of any fears you might have, is a good thing. And spoiler alert, evidence will get mentioned again. And I'll give you two forms of action that minimise psychological risks so that you're less likely to come up against protective self-doubt and its related behaviours. Are you ready? Okay, let's go. So let's talk about the two relatively painless methods of taking action that mitigate psychological risk and lessen the likelihood of protective self-doubt. Remember that the seven big psychological risks are failure, disappointment, rejection, judgment, conflict, complexity and success. The first of these methods comes from my own experience. A few years back, as part of my own efforts to self-style my life, I realised that there's one strategy that can shift almost anything for people. I've seen this strategy move more women towards their version of a fabulous life than any other. I also feel very comfortable when I recommend it to the women I coach or to my team because I absolutely know it works. And what is this game changer? It's to take baby steps towards your goal. Little steps taken consistently can lead to massive results. Yes, you can self-style your life by putting one foot in front of the other over and over and over again. And it works in just about every area of life. Let me give you some examples. We reach big saving goals when we put a small amount of money away every month. Muscles don't show up overnight. It takes regular exercise sessions to build them. Qualifications are achieved by passing one test after another. Confidence comes when you take small actions regularly to build your trust that you can do a thing. And massive change programs are delivered by reaching one milestone after another. And another shout out, this time to my awesome corporate team who have delivered corporate transformation year in, year out for a very long time now, simply by taking a whole stack of baby steps. Baby steps work because they're low risk. I'm sure you can write the first paragraph in an email. Speak up in just one meeting a day. Save $5 a week or exercise for five minutes. There are no big leaps or massive commitments here. This strategy involves edging towards your goal, aim, dream or intention. And in case you're wondering, I'm using all of these synonyms on the off chance you don't resonate with the goal word. And I don't want you to tune me out just because of a single word. This concept is too important. As we discussed earlier, any action can drive even a tiny change and at the same time lift our motivation and give us knowledge. Trust me when I say it's okay to build self-belief one baby step at a time. And recognising the value of gathering knowledge is a great segue into the second way that we can take action safely. That method involves running experiments. Yep, we're popping on an imaginary white lab coat. Experiments are a really cool way to take action because they allow you to combine your activity with a curious mindset and test to see what happens, just like a scientist might. I say might there because obviously I'm not an actual scientist, but I imagine this is what they could do. The data you gather in the experiment can build your self-belief and self-trust that you can reach a goal, vision or dream. And for that reason, I recommend you document your hypothesis, that is what you think will happen, before you take any action. Then write down what it feels to take the action and finally capture what actually happened when you took action. 
get the facts down as if you're a researcher or a journalist merely watching the process. This data gathering is super important because it allows our logical mind to get involved. The more evidence we discover that tells us we're actually safe to do things we want to do, the more likely we are to be living the life of our dreams. You rarely go from self-doubt to rock-solid self-belief in a single step. It's more likely to come as you undertake small experiments that deliver evidence that you can do the things you want to do. So how do you choose which experiment to start with? Start by writing out all of the possible actions you could take that would move you towards your goal, aim, dream or intention. Choose one that feels quite easy. Remember, you don't have to do the whole thing. Just a baby step forward is fine right now. Then go and do it. Document what you're thinking and feeling before, during and after you take the action. And like I said earlier, capture what you think will happen and then document what actually happens. This activity opens up the opportunity for you to get curious. There can be no failure or disappointment when you're just collecting data. And now you can analyse the actual evidence to base your decisions on. Not fears or worries or stories or even hopes. Actual data, actual facts. Real results instead of worst case scenarios, most of which rarely occur. But we don't know that until we start running experiments. You can decide if the stories you're telling yourself are true or not and you can choose the next action to take. So now that we've looked at two easy ways to get started with action, let's look at three benefits that come from action, motivation, knowledge, and change. As I mentioned in the intro to this episode, action brings with it progress, and even the tiniest amount of progress can be motivating. It can fire up your imagination and help you hold the vision for reaching your goals and dreams. It brings up positive emotions like hope and excitement, And this positivity can attract more positive thoughts as your mind shifts sets from a version of, I wonder if I can do this, to look at me. I'm already doing it. I'm heading in the right direction. And forward momentum brings an energy of its own. Just like a snowball rolling down a hill, things can get faster and easier as both your energy and your motivation grow. All of these seemingly small things mean that you can start telling yourself a different story. There's a new narrative making its way into your thoughts. You can't tell yourself the story that you're stuck when you're taking action and making progress. Your mind will do everything it can to make you right, so it has to find another story. Just a quick word of warning on that, though. Do keep an eye out for your inner protector when these new stories are emerging. While the story you are stuck may no longer be true, it's possible that your protector will try to save you from success or failure or another of the psychological risks. Versions of, you've still got a long way to go, you'll never make it, it's not worth trying, you were lucky with the first step, might show up. If this happens to you, don't judge yourself for creating a new story. Remember that it makes perfect sense for us to do these things. Just remind yourself that you're safe and gently and kindly take the next action so you can continue to make progress and in turn develop more motivation, knowledge and change. So that's a good spot for me to switch to talking about knowledge our second benefit of action and progress. I touched on it earlier when I got all excited about experiments, but the evidence and therefore the knowledge you derive when you make progress is worth getting excited about. You see, every time you take action, you learn something about what does or doesn't work, about how you feel when you take action, the way taking action feels in your body, whether you feel energised or exhausted after the action. All of this knowledge can be used to support you in taking the next action, You know more about what to expect, how you'll feel and what stories you might tell yourself. 
You'll learn about your edges and how far feels like too far for you. You'll also start to develop ways to feel safe while you're doing the scary thing. For example, I know for me, I'm way better seated than standing when I'm doing big presentations. So if I can find a way to be on a panel or an on-the-couch session rather than giving a big keynote, I'll do that. You'll also have evidence of the outcome. Maybe they actually didn't laugh when you shared your desire to take dance lessons. Maybe the world kept turning after you shared a controversial view in a meeting or at the school gate. You'll be able to point your protector to the things you've done where you've survived just fine. It's a brilliant way to get your protector to drop its defences, even for a bit. Gathering knowledge is important because it's in this space that you start to heal your underlying self-doubt and ultimately begin building your self-belief. The action creates the evidence that helps you start believing that you can do the things you say you want to do. And outcomes are a brilliant way for me to introduce the third benefit of action and progress, and that's change. So many of the women I work with, either in my coaching practice or in my corporate role, describe themselves as stuck. It always breaks my heart because if their mindset tells them they're stuck regularly enough, that's exactly where they'll stay. But change, no matter how small it is, is the perfect antidote for stuckness. And so often, just the smallest change can make the biggest difference. I'm sure you can remember times you've seen that in your own life. When you combine change with motivation and knowledge, you really start to see what action, whether it's an experiment or a baby step, or you've made a big leap, is so important for self-styling your life. Okay, time for our recap and key takeaways from the episode. Today, I've looked at two safe ways for you to start taking action, baby steps and experiments. Both of these methods minimise the likelihood of your protective self-beliefs and behaviours getting all antsy and slowing you down. We've also taken a look at three positive outcomes for taking action. The three big things we take from making progress are firstly motivation, then knowledge, then change. This week, I'd love for you to invest in your self-styled life and be on the lookout for situations that will stretch you. Commit to taking a baby step that will help you reach a little further in the weeks ahead. And if you want more information on me or my coaching offerings, or if you're just after an effective freebie to help you start self-styling your life, make sure you check out JanelleWiesack.com. I'll be back soon with another tip-filled episode of Self-Styled Life. But until then, stay fabulous. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I'd be super grateful if you hit the subscribe button or even took a moment to leave a review. And if you want more support, head to JanelleWiesack.com and grab the free toolkit, especially designed to help you build your self-styled life. I'll be back soon with another episode, which I couldn't deliver without the production skills of Darcy Bruce or the creative support of Jenna from Jenna Lee Biz. But until then, stay fabulous. Mm-hmm.